We now know from almost a century of research and practical experience that helping learners become self-directed learners or autodidacts not only prepares them for the rigors of academic environment, but also prepares them for life. Justin Reich's 2020 research revealed in his book, A Failure to Disrupt, Why Technology Alone Can't Transform Education, is only the most recent example of a large body of research that confirms learners who are most successful in an online or blended environment that requires self-pacing and personal motivation are those who are already successful in school. The COVID crisis of 2020 and the mass force remote learning that most educators have resorted to has also revealed that too many students were not suited for or prepared to learn online because the vast majority of students are products of our educational system and are dependent on their teachers to direct their learning and to administer standardized testing. If autodidactic learners are able to learn in any type of environment, then we should be asking, how can we help our learners become autodidactic and adopt a learner's mindset? I have explored this notion further in the post, We Need More Autodidacts, in, in the Related Learner's Mindset discussion. Helping your learners become autodidacts requires a purposeful and directed approach. If you create a significant learning environment where you give your learners choice, ownership, and voice through authentic learning opportunities, CSLE plus COVA, you can incorporate assessment for and as learning, which helps shift the learner toward a learner's mindset. We've also learned through our experience and research that incorporating feed forward or educative formative assessment will also help to continue the shift toward the learner's mindset. By giving learners choice over most aspects of the learning and experience through the use of authentic learning opportunities and ePortfolios, our students over the past several years have incorporated many aspects of the assessment as learning perspective, which are essential to the learner's mindset. Finding the right balance between assessment of learning, assessment for learning, and assessment as learning is one more factor that plays a significant role in the learning environment. In much the same way that we have explored and differentiated the role of choice, ownership, and voice through authentic learning opportunities, we have to do the same for assessment of, assessment for, and assessment as learning. Rather than add to the decades of literature on assessment of, for, and as learning, I will draw upon key ideas and summarize the salient points that are most important to contributing to the significant learning environment. For those who want more details, my written overview of assessment of, for, and as learning will go into much greater detail and point to the supporting literature. To set the context for this discussion, I also want to point to some of the more key ideas in the assessment literature of the past three decades. Earl's assessment pyramids are featured in many sources of literature, and her argument that traditional assessment of learning is the dominant form of assessment is widely accepted. Even though she calls for a balance in the use of assessment of, for, and as learning, her revised assessment pyramids that replace assessment of learning with assessment as learning as a base of the pyramid still do not represent a realistic balance nor an effective way to incorporate assessment into the learning environment. Rather than view assessment of, for, and as learning as a hierarchical approach, it may be more effective to view assessment of, for, and as learning more holistically as more of an interplay of assessment within the learning environment. 
The National Forum for the Enhancement of Teaching and Learning in Higher Education in Ireland offers a wonderful perspective on assessment of for and as learning that emphasizes this interplay of the different types of assessment and the key roles that the assessment and the people involved play. Note that the learner is at the center of the model. Assessment of learning really focuses on demonstrating achievement. Assessment for learning is really about giving feedback, feed forward on teaching and learning. Assessment as learning is all about self-reflection, self-regulation, and critical evaluation. Assessment of learning is at the top because we do this well in our system. Tests, quizzes, papers, and most traditional assessments that lead to grades or a degree or some form of credentialing are the norm. Assessment for learning is starting to become more accepted, and we see this in formative feedback. Teacher-student dialogues, feed-forward, peer assessment, and co-assessments where students and teachers both grade and work with the hopes that it leads to improved teaching and learning. Assessment as learning is seldom used, and when it is, it usually takes a form of a self-reflection or reflective journaling. Ideally, we want students to continually self-review and also engage in reaching out to peers to establish shared evaluations of work. The key to this aspect of learning is to have the learner engage in a continual iterative process of critical reflection. This is much more than just mere navel-gazing. The learner continually engages in evidence-based analysis of the sources of and gaps in their knowledge and finds ways to elicit feedback from the system, peers, and other sources that will help them develop and improve. This is often realized through requiring students to write their own grades on discussions and collaborative activities and also establish a pattern of having learners revise all work, especially work that has been summatively assessed. As you can see from the diagram, the goal is to move the decision-making from the teacher to the student. This is where the application and realization of choice, ownership, and voice through authentic learning opportunities comes into play. When learners fully embrace COVA, they are using assessment as learning and are well on their way to adopting and living the learner's mindset. Unlike the linear assessment pyramids of the last few decades, this more holistic approach is much more dynamic and fluid. Teachers and learners alike recognize the role that assessment of for and as learning plays, and depending on the context, there will be different reliance on each part. But if we remember to keep the learner at the center and create a significant learning environment where the learner is given choice, ownership, and voice through authentic learning opportunities, the dynamic balance and the flow will be achieved, and our ultimate goal of preparing autodidacts, who will be equipped to change the world, can also be realized.